0: Part two of chapter four of our search for a wilderness by Mary Blair Beebe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Before taking leave of Georgetown, we must mention the three chief points of attraction. The seawall comes first, and as we have said, a most pleasant custom of the natives is to drive there in late afternoon and sit in their carriages the concrete breakwater is of vital importance to the town itself as a portion of the streets are below sea level the broad summit forms a mile or more of promenade with a sandy beach on one side lapped with waves which strive ever to break but cannot because of the thick sediment which they hold in suspense On the other side, a double row of tall, graceful palms adds a touch of tropical beauty. The residences near the seawall are the coolest and most pleasant in the town and are practically free from mosquitoes. We spent more than one delightful evening in the garden at Kitty Villa as the guests of our charming American friends, Mr. and Mrs. Howell. From the open veranda-like rooms one may watch the yellow orioles, the brown-breasted pygmy grosbeaks, the anise and kiskadees going to roost. Just before dusk, scores of the small black vultures appear, flying singly, or in twos and threes low over the trees and palms, westward to some general roost. About this time the bats and the lightning bugs arrive large numbers of very tiny bats hawking about after insects and several large fruit eaters with wings spreading almost two feet across these haunt the fruit-laden sapadillo trees and as the method of feeding of these curious creatures does not seem to be generally known we watch it with interest one of the big fellows flits here and there nipping first one fruit and then another at last when a sweet or fully ripe one is found the bat swoops up to it alights head downward and half enveloping it with its wings bites away frantically for two or three seconds and then dashes off this is repeated until darkness settles down but never does the wary bat linger over his feast. In the north, the sight of a single bat darting along on his eccentric way is not uncommon. But here we were soon to become accustomed to the sight of scores, some pursuing insects or feeding on fruits or waiting and watching for a chance to drink the blood of men and animals. More than 25 species have been found here within a few miles of the coast. Small owls and nocturnal insectivorous birds are somewhat rare and thus the bats have few foes and little competition in their aerial life. Late in the evening, as we drive slowly homeward from the seawall, we discover another interesting microcosm of the tropics. The road is well lighted with arc lamps sources of irresistible attraction to numberless insects many of which drop stunned to the earth beneath some genius among the georgetown toads has discovered this fact and passed the word along until now one finds a circle of expectant amphibians squatted beneath each arc-light with eyes and hopes lifted to the shining globe overhead now and then An unfortunate insect falls within the magic circle when a toad leaps lazily forward and devours the morsel with one lightning-like flick of the tongue many of these toads bufo agua are enormous fellows a good hatful standing fully eight inches from their pudgy toes to their staring eyes all comical dignified fat and sluggish barely hopping aside in time to avoid the horse and carriage. To a visiting naturalist, the museum is the place of greatest interest, and although the animals and birds are faded and poorly mounted, yet they are representative of the fauna of the country and are, hence, of great value in accustoming one's eyes to the strange forms of life. The present curator, Mr. James Rodway, did everything in his power to aid us and we were indebted to him for many kindnesses although he is primarily a botanist entomology occupies his attention at present and the supply of species of the various orders of insects living in this region seems well nigh inexhaustible mr rodway is a good example of the healthfulness of british guiana for he has lived there 39 years and has been ill only one day he accounts for this by his teetotalism but perhaps the next person we meet will inform us that a half dozen swizzles a day are absolutely necessary to keep the breath of life within the body the botanical gardens under the able direction of professor j b harrison are a great credit to the colony with beautiful vistas of palms and ornamental shrubs they combine smooth expanses of green lawns a rare feature in a tropical landscape ponds and ditches are filled with victoria regia and lotus save one where a number of manatees keep the aquatic vegetation cropped close a wonderful palm was in blossom at the time of our visit a taliput. With a mass of bloom 12 feet in height which had begun to flower the month before governor hodgson and professor harrison gave us the freedom of the garden and placed at our disposal five circular aviaries which proved of an inestimable value in housing the living birds which we were able to secure here mr lee s crandall our assistant made his trapping headquarters after our return from our first inland expedition and here we spent many afternoons among the fields and bypaths. We soon found that bird trapping in the tropics is a task beset by many difficulties. The extreme heat between the hours of 10 and 4 o'clock make even the tackiest lime nearly as thin as water and hardly capable of holding even the diminutive doctor-bird as the natives call the hummingbirds. The call-birds, which are confined in very small cages or cribs, cannot endure the high temperature under these conditions and soon succumb if left out in the sun. Operations, therefore, must be confined to the few hours immediately following sunrise and preceding sunset. Another feature, very trying to the bird catcher, is the habit which most of the birds have of going singly or in pairs. A few of the Icterine birds, such as the yellow-headed blackbird, cowbird, little boat-tailed grackle, and most of the caciques feed mostly in flocks, sometimes of great size. In the deep bush of the interior, It is the habit of birds of many species to search together for food following a set route and keeping closely to their time schedule but ordinary call birds and setups are not for these this gregarious habit among widely varying birds is however at times a great aid to the trapper a cage containing a yellow-bellied caliste was one day placed in a tree about 20 feet high, and limed twigs arranged on neighboring branches. In two hours in the morning, two specimens of the same species, three blue tanagers, two black-faced calistes, two tuatuas, or brown-breasted pygmy grosbeaks, and one yellow oriole were taken. The various species of tanagers and orioles are much more gregarious in feeding habits than the finches, hence the variety caught. The tua tuas were purely accidental visitors. The finches can rarely be taken by a call bird not of the same species. The black or coolie boy who makes his living at catching birds at twopence each sets out at daylight with his two or three call birds in their cribs arranged on a stick. Arrived at some secluded spot where he has heard the song of an intended victim, he sets his call birds on upright sticks of two or three feet in length and places on the top of each cage a strong wire heavily smeared with the gum of the sapadillo. This wire is very carefully twisted so that it cannot by any possibility become loosened. This is, of course, contrary to the ethics of all good bird catchers for if the bird falls to the ground with its stick it is much more certain to be secured and less liable to injure itself however this is british guiana having made his setup the youth steals softly back and conceals himself a short distance away as soon as left to themselves The birds, if they be experienced, commence their song. Soon an answering call is heard. Instantly the decoys cease their song and send forth their sharp call notes. Soon the curious stranger appears, perhaps a fine adult male, full of eagerness for a battle. If this be the case, the songs are again resumed and the climax of the concert is almost certain to be the capture of the challenger if the visitor be a coy female the seductive call notes are continued and though the time required may be greater she is nearly as certain to be captured callow youngsters out for their first exploring trip are of course the easiest victims but when the trapper has taken a bird or two from this locality He must move on or give up for the day for he will take no more the trapping methods of these people are of course very primitive they know nothing of clap nets they laugh at the idea of catching birds with an owl as practiced successfully in the north a black boy will bend his gummed wire securely on a likely twig and lie all day on his back in the shade Hoping that a bird may light on it. Birds to whose capture they are not equal are very apt to be licked, stunned by a bullet from a slingshot, and foisted on the unwary purchaser. These unfortunates, of course, rarely live more than a day or two. No regard is shown for nesting birds or nestlings. Caciques and orioles are captured by adjusting a string about the mouth of the long pendulous nest and closing it tightly when the bird has entered to hover its eggs. In two instances, a black boy was seen to capture the female from her nest by creeping up and dropping his hat over her. Some use is made of primitive trap cages, which are baited with plantain or sliced mangoes. Tanagers or sakis. And various Orioles are taken in this manner. These simple people have of course no knowledge whatever of proper food for insectivorous or frugivorous birds. Various fruits, preferably plantain, are used and it is truly surprising how long some individuals will survive on this too acid food. Mr. Howie King, government agent of the Northwest District, actually kept a specimen of the yellow oriole for over seven years on a strictly fruit diet. Birds and other creatures were very abundant and tame in the botanical gardens. Guiana green herons or shypooks, as the coolies call them, spur-winged jacanas and gallinules walked here and there the latter leading their dark-hued young over the regia pads small crocodiles basked half out of the water none over three feet in length as abundant as turtles in a northern mill-pond several huge water buffalo imported from the east indies looked strangely out of place in this hemisphere butterflies were scarce although a great variety of flowers were in profusion everywhere April seems to be the height of the breeding season for many birds. In one tree we found two wasps nests and nests with eggs or young of the following six species of birds the red-winged ground dove, the great and lesser kiskadees, white-shouldered ground flycatcher or cotton bird, gray toady flycatcher or pipituri, and Synerchus bicard, chestnut cuckoos of two species, all four kiskadees caracaras, black-faced tanagers or bucktown sackies elanias, and other flycatchers are a few among many birds which we were sure of seeing on every walk, while Annas, both great and small, were everywhere. The botanical gardens are ideal for experimental botanical work and sugar-cane in scores of varieties is being kept under observation. It is hard to believe that the delicate grass which we see springing up in the ditched fields will grow into the lofty and waving stalks of sugar-cane. It is exceedingly variable and should afford excellent material for experimental study the original yellow stalked cane develops red and purple streaks in many combinations due apparently to difference in soils. Cane sent to Louisiana will, within 12 years, produce much larger nodes owing to the plant having to fruit in six months instead of 11 or 12. The stock, however, does not gain correspondingly in diameter so there is no increase in sugar capacity. Tropical plants can, in many cases, adapt themselves to shorter northern summers, but temperate perennials soon die in the tropics from exhaustion, lacking their annual period of rest. The climatic conditions along the coast of British Guiana are peculiar in that they simulate conditions usually existing At an altitude of two or three thousand feet one result of this is seen in the flourishing tree ferns planted in the botanical gardens insects were not particularly abundant in georgetown that is for a tropical country one day mr broadway with his accustomed kindness brought us two very interesting chrysalids of the swallow-tailed butterfly Papilio polydamus, illustrating the remarkable color variation in this species. Both were found in his yard, a few feet from each other, one suspended among green leaves and the other on a wooden stairway, which was painted a brick red. One of the chrysalids was leaf green in color, while the other was brown with brick red trimmings. There was one remarkable exception to the scarcity of insects in Georgetown. Late in February, a moth-like homopterous insect, Poeciloptera phaleonoides, was present in enormous numbers on the salmon trees, which line many of the streets. The largest individuals had wings almost an inch in length of a light cream color covered for about half their expanse with two masses of black dots. These were the males. The females were wingless, and their bodies were covered with a long, dense, cottony secretion. The eggs and larvae, which lined thousands of the twigs, were also protected by this white material. One could hardly walk without crushing these insects. So numerous were they, the only birds we observed feeding on them were anus and domestic fowls. The middle of April found these insects as abundant as ever, still hatching in myriads, but by the 22nd of the month the broods on the main streets seemed to be diminishing, although the hordes infesting the trees at the entrance of the botanical gardens were on the increase, noticing that there seemed to be interesting nodes of variation in the number and patterns of the dots on the wings of the males we set a coolie boy to gathering them for future study and he soon had a thousand or more in a jar of alcohol end of chapter four